For a long moment, Joseph stood studying the lovely face of the young girl he would one day marry. He wanted to say something, comforting, but he had no idea what. Before he could think of something, Mary raised her head and met his gaze. Joseph was surprised by the fierce intensity and absolute conviction in those beautiful eyes. Her stare challenged him. Joseph wanted to look away, but he found himself trapped, helpless to avert his eyes. Joseph, she said, not breaking eye contact. I'm pregnant. Joseph's jaw dropped as he gaped at the woman that would have been his wife. As his heart stopped in his chest, he hoped he had heard her wrong. How could she be pregnant? We are betrothed. We are set to be married. But, Joseph sputtered. Mary stood straighter, her countenance stronger somehow, her words clear and direct. The night after our betrothal, I was preparing myself for bed when I saw a brilliant white light in the middle of my room. In the midst of that light, I heard a voice call me by my name. An angel appeared to me, Joseph. He told me that I was to be the mother of the Son of God. Standing in the street, Joseph listened with growing skepticism. But we aren't married yet. Joseph argued, hoping that this might be some kind of horrible joke. My child is the Son of God, Joseph. Mary's quiet words pierced his ears and heart at the same time. Joseph broke eye contact and glared at the ground. His brain tried to process her words, and a logical explanation worked its way to the surface. You've been gone for three months in the hill country of Hebron. Of course the young men there would have been fascinated with your beauty. Mary, I thought you were stronger than that. Sick in his heart at the idea of Mary's betrayal, Joseph shifted his eyes back to her perfect face. He could see the shimmer of tears under her long, dark lashes, and even through his own heartache, he wanted to reach out and brush them away before they could spill down her cheeks. Why would you try to hide behind a ridiculous story? Can you not see how impossible it sounds? Was this the cause for the long delay in Hebron? Why couldn't you have simply told me the truth? Then, for the first time, Joseph thought about the consequence of Mary's infidelity. It was within his rights as her future husband to put her to death for this betrayal. If he so chose, he could have her stoned. Was she making up this crazy story in an effort to save her own life? He hoped that she knew him better than that. While the idea that she had been unfaithful to him hurt Joseph deeply, he did not want to see her punished. As his hopes and dreams for a quiet future with the young girl shattered, he found himself reluctant to cause her any more pain than absolutely necessary. Please, Joseph, she pleaded brokenheartedly. Please believe me. Joseph shook his head, corralling his rising anger. I'm sorry, Mary, but I can't. Firming his resolve, he met her eyes once more. Though the expression of anguish on her face pierced straight into his heart, he gritted his teeth. I would never hurt you, Mary. Even now, knowing you have done this to me, I would never want to see you in pain. Joseph, you— Not sure how much longer he could hold on to his resolve, Joseph held a hand up to silence her. I need time to think. I will come to your house soon, and we will discuss the betrothal annulment. 
though I cannot stop the gossip from spreading as your time approaches. I will not fan the flames by publicly condemning you. Now go. Notify Jacob that he may expect me on the day following the Sabbath. Prepare yourself and your family for what is to come as best as you are able. I have business that I must attend to. For what he expected to be the last time, Joseph looked into her now tear-ravaged face. Even in her grief, she was heartbreakingly beautiful. He tried to picture her the day he first met her outside the cobbler shop, but Joseph knew that this broken image of his first love would forever haunt him when he thought of what could have been. For a tragic moment they both stood immovable, their eyes locked in silent anguish. Then Mary turned and fled back down the road the way they had come.